Hello, my name is Mimba Dodwell and this is Ordinary Artists. Hello, so I'm back. Thank you so much to everyone who's listened and who is still listening and to everyone who is back and to all the people I've had on my podcast. Um, It's been a really great year. Yeah, it's been a really great year in terms of since it's been a year and a bit, but um, like a lot of things have happened. I've met so many people. And what is really weird is these people also becoming my friends, which I actually didn't like expect. I was just like, I want to hear your story. And some of them like Stephen, I end up working with and it's really great. I'm actually like, I've, I've had such a great time. So in this series, I'm trying to bring uh, different people from different sectors and just different experience. So I'm really excited to share with you the people I have lined up already. Um, yeah, so before I talk about Uh, who I'm interviewing in this podcast um, I just want to say the reason also why I took so long to come back even though I said I'll be back in September um, is because I actually was on tour in September and it took up a lot more time than I realized Um, if anyone's ever been on tour it can be quite exhausting and you don't realize so I was like yeah let me record when I get back from like doing three shows and just sit in the hotel room and record but no no I did not want to do that I just wanted to sleep and eat so yeah so I didn't have time because of that And also I had some technical issues with my mic. It's been acting a bit funny. So I had to um, just ask some people to help me edit it. Um, Yeah, to edit and sort out some of the podcasts because I was worried I wanted them to sound great. And also um, I had to take time out because, um, well, I had lost my father early on in the year. This is a bit of an unusual thing to say on a podcast, but I thought I might say it actually. A lot of people don't talk about grief. Um, often and especially in the arts industry it's a really isolating thing because you can be really busy and that's what I was trying not to do was trying to give myself time um, to grieve properly and so I don't damage myself later on and also just really reflect on what's happening with me and I'm still doing that now today but um, I love the podcast so much it's one of the things that helps me and just helps me in general it it is it inspires me and keeps me going Um, so yeah In this podcast, I am talking to Natasha Marshall, the writer and creator of Halfbreed. I saw the show and Natasha is actually taking it to India. Well, she's in India now touring it and it's getting some great responses there. I think that's really interesting, actually, because in India there is some um, there is a mix of cultures and different well ethnicities within different um, parts of India and Sri Lanka and Bangladesh. And I'm guessing that there's lots of people with who experience what Natasha talks about in her show. in a different sort of like maybe their families are from two different religions, it's different classes, and they're just about this idea of coming from um, a, a mix of something. And the show, can I just say, is amazing. Uh, Natasha creates this one woman show which has four different characters in, and I kept having to remind myself that it's just one person acting all these four characters because I just legitimately saw them all there. Um, and it was it was so lovely talking to Natasha I had such a laugh with her and also I was so excited as I say in the podcast because we're both from um we're both from the countryside and uh coming to London as black people can come sometimes a bit like oh this is a bit different um so I think that was really nice just to speak to someone who understands that like coming from the countryside and having a rural black experience um so yeah that was really good it was really nice to speak to her and before I go on to the podcast I just wanted to say that 
something that Tasha said and something that Nadia says in my next podcast and a few other podcasts and just generally speaking to people that I think is really important that I've learned from this already just short time interviewing them is that a lot of them created their stuff out of having nothing to do and that's exactly the same thing that I did with my podcast I was like literally like I was like I don't know what I'm going to do um what am I going to do? I finished this job. I don't, I'm a new graduate. So I don't know how, how I'm going to get a job because they say it's scary and daunting. And I thought, well, I'm just going to create my own work. And, um, and that's exactly what they did. And I think a lot of people, my podcasts have done. So why I'm bringing this up is like, don't be afraid to have nothing going on. I think in those moments is when you can have your best ideas because you just like, oh my gosh, what do I want to see happening? Um, and you have time to think and, like people have done so well from coming from having nothing to do and I think that it's just amazing so yeah um I am as I said so excited for this so I am so 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 glad to be sharing this podcast with you and just now having sharing the next few ones coming up so um I hope you enjoy this and here we go Um, I'm speaking to Natasha Marshall, who's the uh, creator of Halfbreed. Hi. And we're in the Soho offices. <laughs> usually, I'd say usually I'm in the National. I'm saying usually. I'm not like now I'm less and less at the National. I'm basically wherever I can find a quiet spot. But uh, yeah, so I'm coming to see the show this evening and I'm really excited about it. And um, Oh, you're coming tonight? <laughs> oh, coming cool. Tonight. Oh, yeah. see it. And I've had, the reason also I really want to speak to you is because you were to Edinburgh. And I remember going to Edinburgh like a year ago year or two ago and there wasn't that much diversity there but you went this year and Yolanda was there and there were so many other people All there of them. and I was like oh, I'm missing <laughs> out why am I not there but like it was so great to see especially black females usually it's like black males and then black females kept like, but like that was like really good to see and that. it wasn't just it was black females but yeah. the standard was so good as well oh, like it was so, so yeah. many uh people black, black people going yeah. up there but they were just putting up fantastic shows yeah. as well so yeah it was amazing oh, and I loved bumping into them up there as yeah. well it'd be like that yeah you <laughs> like, know it'd be like oh yes yeah. yes yeah. you understand yeah. all up here because it yeah. is hard taking a show up there you don't know how it's going to be received no. and things like that I think it's so like I'm amazed like it's really good that the way you did it, and I think the way I saw Yolanda did, who I interviewed previously, yes, yeah. having Underbelly and having Soho support and Talawa, it makes a huge difference, I think, for diverse shows, because most of the shows you see there of diversity are coming from another country, like completely yes, coming. Yes. Like, I remember going there and seeing um, a, a group of like performers from Hong Kong and you just, and Korean performers, so it's already it's coming from another country, so they can... No, I, I feel yeah. so lucky. I know 100% I couldn't got... I don't. I couldn't have got half breed up there without yeah. the support of Talua and Soho. Yeah. So without those guys, the show wouldn't even be up there. And they've been great taking me up there yeah. and supporting me with everything. And yeah. yeah. So before like we start talking more about Edinburgh, I want to know how did you start? Or how did you start performing first of all? Before like how did you get into performance? I think my mum just wants to like, get rid of me. Honestly, <laughs> you know, on the weekends when yeah. your child's really hyper and you're yeah. just like, oh. But no, so I used to be always creative and falling down the stairs. Like, yeah. oh, mum, I hurt myself. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then she just put me in drama classes. I really liked it. It was like my thing. I was mm. something that I was good at because I was never academic in school, never academic like that. Mm. So I just stayed doing it and. Yeah, and then I just, it, I've always just knew that that's, I'm creative and that's yeah. the field I want to go into and I led me into drama school. So I've just always stayed in drama oh, clubs wow. throughout my yeah. whole life. 
that's yeah. good. Like, that's yeah, but good. don't worry. I was, through choice, after a while, it wasn't just my mum going, yeah. please stay. Like, no. could. But it's kind of like, I think that working more in drama and seeing how freeing it is for children, I think it's such a nice space, especially to say academically, where you're being challenged. It's not yeah. very, it's very stifling, but yeah. drama classes let that out. And I've realised that my thing is that I can make people laugh. Like, yeah. that is my thing. Yeah. And I don't, sometimes I don't even want to, but it just naturally happens. And yeah. like, so you just go with it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I just found what my thing was, and that was entertaining people making people laugh and just putting on I can do good impressions you can some people don't know that that's probably because I do impressions of them (laughs) (laughs) the people you do don't know yeah yeah yeah. Um, and so how did you come about creating half breed um so basically I was doing nothing yeah um yes I was living that dream of working those nine to five jobs paying my bills living in London and I had graduated drama school and nothing was really happening for me and I moved I just was like oh forget this Mm. I'm not really doing anything when I am I'm in a gang and (laughs) you know what I mean and so I was just like this is very not exciting for me and then I just decided I'm going to write my own play yeah do something I know I can be the main part Mm. because I've always been the chorus I know that I'm I can do something strong Mm. I just need someone to give me a chance and if no one's going to give me a chance I'm going to show you I yeah. am, you know, yeah. I'm someone, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's done so well, Halfbreed. Yeah. It's done really well. So that's really good, as you say, like, your voice is important. It's really nice to see that. Thank you. And it's also that, that idea of, like, I really wanted to see diverse roles for black actors. Yeah. And it was so, I really knew that I wanted, I had a unique story to tell. Yeah. And I wanted it, you know, hopefully it would be heard and stuff. So yeah. I just thought, why not try? If I'm going to leave the acting industry, which is what I wanted to do, yeah. I thought I might as well try really hard one last time. <laughs> Go, go for wow. it. Yeah, yeah seriously, I wanted to leave. Really? Who then... wants to be broken, depressed all the time? <laughs> and then be put in gangs. Like, yeah. That's the worst thing. Like, you get it wrong. You're like, yes, it's audition. You see the, the brief and you're like, oh. Oh, God. Like, yeah. 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 I get that feeling. And and so how was doing Tullamore first? Because I see so much of the opportunities and they're doing so much for diverse actors. Yeah, they do. Especially the black community. Like, creating theatre that is also, as you say, like, is is really showing their vault like our people in main roles which they don't usually get. Yeah, no, definitely. Tallow Fit Company are yeah. amazing. Like I just feel like they took a risk on me, as yeah. did Soho. And they just you know, my story is very bold. It's not yeah. shying away. It's quite controversial with the things that I say in it. And um they gave me a chance with Tallywa first to really speak and be heard yeah. and they yeah it's just an amazing opportunity that changed my life like I'm not even trying to be dramatic no. it did actually change my life like, like yeah. it was the, one of the best days of my life because I'd never thought that could happen to yeah. me What's for someone that might seem like oh you put on a show yeah. no I performed my life like it was so big and I had my sister there loads of people wow. it was seriously amazing and when you did so you applied for Tullower first and what did they do with you in that in that um Oh man, so yeah, they they um they nurtured me in terms yeah. of like with the writing and things. They set yeah. me up with a director, but it was yeah. quite quick in terms of like rehearsing for yeah. the day you perform. I think I had about three days in total wow. or something. So it was it was quite quick on the day of performing. Yeah. But I think that's quite exciting and good yeah. because you just you know it's yeah. it's all like lots all in one go, yeah. like lots of rehearsal, yeah. really intense. And I kind of work better in that yeah. that environment. And how did you find out that they wanted to give you like the full like a full production of it? Oh, that was like because um, I did at the same time as Tallow yeah. First, I did Soho Rising, and all these things oh, kind of happened yeah. around the same yeah. time as each other. And I was doing the Soho Writers Lab. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, they just 
told me like yeah. eventually it just I, they offered oh, it it's really cool I've had so many people do so well from Soho Writers Lab and like the experiences and people just find it really valuable I think Yolanda did Soho yeah as well. she did Soho yeah. um loads of lo- um um bitch boxer came from Soho oh, I don't know yeah, if, yeah, yeah that's really amazing yeah. and I just knew that I wanted to do the Soho Writers Lab because yeah. they put on all sorts of shows crazy yeah. shows yeah. but that makes me feel like they'll take a chance <laughs> yeah. on my crazy yeah. show you know and so many female-led shows as well like I've seen so then, yeah, and I just feel they're fit. The shows that they put on is really exciting. Yeah. Like, I actually don't know what I'm going to get sometimes. And I like that. Do <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. But I like stuff that is a bit mad, a little bit yeah. gr- gritty and yeah. crazy. I think so too. You don't want to always see something stand. Like, well, I mean, you want to see a mix of everything, but it's true. Like, I like seeing that theatre outside of the box. And yeah. History. Especially in a place like Soho, you kind of get that mix of yeah, it's ethnicities a good and like different, yeah, different things. Oh, yeah. definitely. So many things. And, um, how was it like going to Edinburgh and doing the season there? Yeah, it was an amazing opportunity. Mm. And it was just honestly, like, it was crazy because yeah. it's a festival and doing a one-woman show, it's not like you have a cast to kind of be like, oh, that was a tough one, wasn't it? That was a tough one. Yeah. You know, you're there on your own and you're kind of like, you are on your own up there. Yeah. So it's intense, but it's an amazing um, ex- life experience because yeah. I feel once you do Edinburgh, yeah. everything else is just a... You know, oh gosh, it's like it. a breath of it's just, like, <laughs> I'm just walking down the street yeah. you know so coming back to soho yeah. it's you know mm. it's a, you know a space where it's like you have to you have to work harder in edinburgh yeah. basically because yeah, it is a festival ultimately yeah, so, so crazy random things yeah. happen and competition like all that the, like well, yeah. I mean, the competition people are trying to see so many shows yeah there's, it's so competitive yeah. um you know the space is like you know we had yeah. you know Thinks people walking yeah. in and out sometimes. Really? Oh, yeah, but and it's, also it's another show coming on after you. Or before so yeah, it's a quick turnaround. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's really hectic and it's intense, and yeah. not in your home. And yeah. I'm a Cancer star sign, so I like to be in my home. Co- <laughs> I like my home comforts. Okay. <laughs> so no, yeah. I get that. Like there is something comforting about going home. But you didn't have. You said it was just. Was it just you up there, or did you have a tech? Um, I had a stage manager yeah. and I had all my half-breed team. I can't yeah. believe I have a team. <laughs> yeah, I had my half-breed team, like my director, Miranda Cromwell, oh, and good. the rest of my amazing team. They were there for the first week. Yeah. So I had all my people for the first week and then it was just me and the stage manager. But, you know, we did it in the end, so yeah. it was wicked. Wow. Yeah. Oh, gosh, that's it. I know, Edinburgh... That's something I would like to do, but it's just like... No, it's amazing. At the beginning, you're like, I don't know why yeah. people get so depressed here. Like, I don't know why they're like, oh, it's lovely. Yeah. And midway through, you're like, oh, uh, oh who am I? <laughs> you lose yourself a yeah. bit. And then towards the end, you're like, you're just you're just going for it because you know that you can't break. <laughs> it's so true. Like, I mean, I'd go on tour, but I'm used to going to so many different venues and yeah. having a refresher. Yeah. But like, I can imagine it's the same venue. But I, as I said, like, I'm really impressed by that the diversity going from London to Edinburgh I think that's so important because yeah can I just say the thing that makes it so worth it because my show's really like you'll see when you see it today it's the people that see it Lord because the reaction I've had from people it honestly keeps me going it makes me feel like even on days I don't want to be emotional you know I'm tired of crying you know (laughs) um it's like the people's reaction like people that really feel it and get it and are like I've literally experienced that and thank you or if it's not even about being mixed race it's just about being keep going surviving and stuff like that so it I think the audience in Edinburgh Mm. really were that 
because I was selling out and stuff, it was just so amazing to have that audience that's reaction to keep me going and, and in, in here as well. Yeah, that's so good. And you have been, I saw you've been sold out the last few nights, haven't you? Yeah, I've been sold out here too. Like the first week yeah. I started here, yeah. I went to the box office thinking, I hope we sold 20 or something. <laughs> yeah. you know, like, and they're like, we sold out for the week. So wow, it's crazy. that's so good. Yeah, we've been selling yeah. out. But it's, I, yeah, yeah, it's my village, you know. <laughs> and it's mad because six years I graduated from drama school yeah. and I'm trying to be something that I'm not, trying to be a London girl. And the minute I be myself then you get that's a, that, you know what I mean wow, why is, wasn't I myself a long time ago yeah that's so true <laughs> yeah that is like oh my gosh that is so true because sometimes we do try especially as we're saying about being rural and yeah from being oh black God. and rural and, and I coming get rid of that West Country accent yeah, or get it out <laughs> oh devil get out <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah you try when you come to London, you don't want to stick out. Like, you already stuck no. out where you're from. Yeah, And no. then just stick out again. Oh, and I, I totally agree. People... You're trying yeah. to belong somewhere. Yeah, yeah, you're trying to. And that's so nice that, like, when you're being yourself, that's when... Yeah, that's, was, that's yeah. when that's when basically I started, my life started <laughs> going into place. But also, your story is something that we don't always, hit, like, see on theatre. And, yeah. And it's so, I think, beautiful that you said that people relate to you. And I think that's always what I'm trying to say. Like... I think that with diversity, it's not about diversity. It's just sharing stories because people will relate no matter what. Yeah. And that's probably like really Listen, nice. Listen, I've worked the nine to five, like when yeah. I work my nine to five jobs and yeah. I pay my money to yeah. go to the fear, I want it to hit me because I paid my <laughs> my 15 pounds yeah. or something, yeah. 16 pounds yeah. to see the show. Yeah. So I want it to be like, you know, yeah. like real. So I just think that if people are paying their money to see my show, yeah. like, I want them at least to feel something in some yeah. way. Wow. Well, Even if they I, feel yeah. like, is a disgrace at, <laughs> at least, least they, they feel something like, instead of yeah. oh that was a lovely play that's know. true because like even like when you see something and you go oh I don't like that like it makes you think and you're thinking like about that. like why why yeah. why yeah. and it's, it's like why would I do better especially as theatre makers we want to be like why was that like that what? Mm. it's always yeah it's constructive but um and lastly do you have any advice for people who like any advice for people who are looking to write their own play or get into making yeah, definitely. Just think about what makes you different. There are a million people that look like you. So what makes you stand out? Why should people listen to you more than anyone else? And um, also just don't give up on yourself. Like there are so many times when you will get setbacks and people yeah. will tell you, I've had people with half breed, like, nah, no, things oh. like that. And you've just got to be believing that the story does matter. Yeah. So yeah, I would say believe in yourself and keep yeah. going and just think about what makes you different. Like, kind of think outside of the box, you know? Yeah. And as you say, like, so many, yeah, there are, we, there's lots of people who look like us, but there is always something that... Yeah, that makes unique. us stand out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so definitely. Cool. Well, I'm so excited to see this. Yeah. And I'm going to let you eat your dinner and I need to eat my dinner. Oh, well. yeah! <laughs> I need to get you my dinner. But yeah, thank you so much for that. It's all right, thanks. Thank you for listening please feel free to get in touch with me and follow me on twitter at ordinary artists